What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Split Line Off-Road Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Rodney Cooper, and with me today, as always again, Brandon Whitehair. How you guys doing this week? So, um, we had a pretty uh, awesome weekend of racing this weekend. Brandon and I both got to race. Uh, on this week's episode, we're going to be talking about um, uh, Mount State Hair Scrambles, Fast Track Racing, we're going to touch on the uh, full gas sprint, uh, <laughs> full gas sprint enduros, um, some rider changes. Uh, Hetrick going to Yamaha, uh, Jeremy Martin going to uh, Yamaha as well, and then at the end of the show, we're going to give the uh, our predictions and uh, what we see coming at the this weekend's Ironman uh, GNCC. Yeah, it was a great day. It was a great weekend for riding. Um, how'd the Mountain State Hair Scramble turn out for you? Well, it was a long drive. <laughs> no, it was a good race. Um, we got a late start. Uh, there was a unfortunately a bad accident um, in the dirt bike uh, race earlier that day. Um, so our thoughts and prayers go out to that rider, and we hope he makes a speedy recovery, uh, first and foremost. Um, it got the uh, ATVs off to a uh, late start. We were running about an hour, hour and a half behind schedule, so... Uh, we kind of ran close to running out of daylight. I was going to say, hopefully the got the headlights race. on that thing. Or what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I kind of thought that they were, I thought they were going to cut the race short. And uh, we actually ended up running a full race. So props to the uh, Mountain State Hair Scramble crew for um, kind of risking it and going for it and letting us run the full the full race. Um, so, yeah, it was a great race. Uh, the track was fun. I liked it. It was uh, nice and technical. Uh, real tight wood sections. Um, so the first lap for the ATVs, it kind of was, um, with all the dirt bike ruts and everything, we didn't really have any lines for them. So it was one of those, you just kind of had to get into the flow of the track, um, wait a couple laps and then, and then move forwards. Um, I was lucky enough to, uh, take the win in B21 plus class and, uh, finished 13th overall. So I'm, I'm happy with that. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of DNFs in there, huh? I'm joking. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> well, it it, did, it didn't start out pretty. There was a pretty good uh, crash at the beginning of my race. Um, fortunately, I wasn't in it. Fortunately, uh, no injuries out of that. Uh, everybody was able to actually finish the race that ended up flipping off the start. So the start was a little bit uh, interesting. Uh, so the um, the start of the race, we were up kind of on a uh, lake dam, and uh, we made a quick little hitch turn. And then went straight and dropped over that dam and made a hard 90 to the right. And uh, that drop-off was pretty steep. It wasn't nothing to be messing around with, especially with, you know, 10, 12 bikes coming down <laughs> as fast as possible. So I uh, uh, I didn't get a good start, so that was kind of helpful with uh, not having to worry about trying to see who uh, was the biggest tough guy and jumping off that hill. <laughs> but uh, Let everybody else take each other out then. Kind of go through there. Kind of, you know, I was working the cleanup crew. <laughs> Sometimes it's best that way. Yep, yep. So, um, congratulations to uh, Brett Sturdivant. He took the he took the overall uh, for the ATVs and the overall for the bikes this week went to Ezra Prine. I hope I'm pronouncing that name right. So, congratulations to him. Um, once again, it was a really good turnout. Um, I tell you what can't say enough about mountain state hair scramble and how they how they have uh ran this year 2020 has not been the easiest year to be running a uh, racing series and gathering people together but they have not only managed to pull it off they've managed to pull it off and i would say have have had a a really good if not record year for turnouts into the uh um into the season because it's been um great turnouts every single race i think again we we topped over 100 riders in the atvs and i would say probably the same um if probably more a lot more than that in dirt bikes as well so uh parking was at an all-time premium uh <laughs> so uh if you got there late you know all about that because it was uh it was tough finding a parking spot for sure <laughs> yeah uh, you get a bunch of people out there it's hard to find some parking so yeah. i Small. My wife always gets mad when I be there like three hours early. I'm like, hey man, you gotta get a spot. Yeah. See, here's my. Uh, <laughs> see, you run with that theory, and my theory is sometimes I like to show up late because I'm banking on the guys that were there for the 7 a.m. race and had the best parking <laughs> spots. They're already gone. <laughs> you hope. It worked out yesterday. <laughs> so, uh, what happened at Fast Tracks this weekend? 
Oh man, uh, it was great. Um, leading up to fast tracks, trying to get my son's P dub together. Man, I had uh, I had some uh, cuss words thrown at that thing. Uh, I ordered a cheap piston for it. I uh, needed a top end, so I just. I was like, man, it's probably one of the last races of the year. I'm just going to grab a cheap piston throw in it. <laughs> Wrong mistake. Next time I'll never do that again. But one of the piston, like one of the rings for the piston went and sit, went and seed down in that piston groove. So did you, just, did you use a sledgehammer? Man, I, I about got it out. <laughs> I spent forever and like I said, a bunch of cuss words. Uh, trying to get that ring to slide up into the cylinder and I could not get it. And uh, finally I had to call my buddy Dan and he came down and looked at it and he's like, oh yeah, we'll get it. And he's like, Man, something ain't right. I'm like, I know. I keep saying that. But uh, need to say, I put out the old Dremel, Dremel tool and, you know, filed that ring down to make it work. Um, Mitch Payton up in here just grinding <laughs> cylinders. and <laughs> Hey, I had to do what I had to do. Uh, but, uh, and, hey, it worked. Uh, pulled it out. My, my son got the race. That's all that mattered. Um, he had a good race. The track was perfect for those little guys this weekend. Um, turned out good. Um uh, then uh, I ended up running uh, Heavy B again and plus 30. Um, track was a little different. Uh, it was on one side of the track where the minis was riding, It where the dew, like frost came at the night, it got hard pack and slick. And then on the other side of the track where they didn't get the race, it uh, they had ripped it up the night before, So all and then they watered it. So all those like little pe- like all those little chunks of dirt were like hard marble pebbles. And I tell you what, I got roosted so bad the first lap, two laps. Uh, I thought I had a bloody nose at one time because <laughs> the piece flew up right at my helmet and smacked me. I was like, man. Well, this... that pisses you off, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. It, I think that's what drove me most of the race was just kept getting pelted. Um, but, uh, no, it was, good. it was a good weekend. Uh, they had a lot of stuff going on up there. Um, they had like a thousand bucks to win, uh, for the pro guys. Nice. Yeah. They had, um, some money thrown up. Um, of course, you know, if it was your first time, you got to cut a rode for free. Um, they had a chili cook, you know, had some chili for you guys. And they also had like a haunted hayride. So at the nice. night, so, That's yeah, awesome. they do a bunch of stuff up there. But anyways, back to my race. Um, Heavy B, I was running, I, I got good starts, but um, I can only run like two and a half laps really strong, and then I'll fade for about a lap and a half, and then as soon as I see that white flag, it's like I get rejuvenated, and I can put the hammer down and catch up a little bit, but took seventh um, overall in the class, and then uh, I think it was 21st in that one. Overall, out of like a hundred, I can't remember. Not shabby for a quad guy. Nah, nah. It, the bike setup was rough all day, man. I, I came in, I was like, man, it, you know, the front front end doesn't feel like it's, you know, it's it's not, it's too stiff. So then I adjusted it and went back out for the one thirty for plus thirty, mm-hmm. and uh, I felt like I was riding a pogo stick all race. <laughs> I couldn't keep my hands <laughs> on the bars. I was like, man, I can't. So I had to ride with that. I ended up. Uh, taken fourth overall in my class, missed uh, plaque by one, um, and then I think it was like twentieth uh, or nineteenth overall, in altogether. So I was happy with that. Nice. Um, they had a really good turnout up there, um, but like I said, the track wasn't what it usually is. It, usually, it's like a lot of deep ruts everywhere, and one side of the track you had some ruts, and the other side it was hard and slick. So right, it was a little different. Um, but like I said, I couldn't get the setup set up right. It was like riding a pogo stick. My hands were bouncing all over the place on the bars. And um, But we turned it around, and uh, we, we made the good best of it. Good, good. I'm glad uh, I'm glad your boy got to race and that his bike held up <laughs> yeah, from, from your expertise. <laughs> <laughs> listen, I pulled it off the truck. It, the night before, I started like five times. It started right up. And I was a little worried because I knew it was going to be really cold the next morning. And his race was at 10. So it was like 30 degrees outside when we got there. And I pulled it off the truck and I kicked and I kicked and I kicked. And I was like, and it's like five minutes for his race start, takes off. Like if we were in the pits, I'm like, oh man. And I kicked and I kicked. And so I finally I just richened it up a lot on the carb <laughs> and it turned over, took off. I was like, get on and go. So he took over to the starting line and then we got lined up and, uh, I let it try to warm up as much as I could. It was still kind of cold. So 
half the race he was really good, and then the other half when it got warm, it was because they run like thirty plus one, I think, there yeah. for the kids. So, yeah. um, it was really too rich. So he, he they did run re- thirty plus one. Yeah, for the kids. Yeah, that's a long time yeah. for a, a four year old <laughs> yeah. to be holding his attention span. Yeah, um, dude, he did great. Uh, it was funny because one time he actually stopped. His mom was on one side of the track and. Uh, uh, he had stopped and asked her. He said, "How many more laps do I go?" <laughs> and she's like, "Keep going." So he came around and he uh, he yelled. So he knows not to stop with me because I'm like, "Keep going," you know. Yeah. And he, I heard him say, "Is this the last lap, Dad?" And I was like, "No, just keep going," you know. So he did a really good job. <laughs> I, it made my weekend because uh, uh, that was probably one of his better rides he's had, and um, didn't really struggle too much. So uh, proud of him on that. But uh, other than all, it was a good weekend. Uh, Dan had a good weekend. He um, he went with us, and uh, I think he took third in his class. So that that was cool. He got a little got a reward. So, nice, yeah, nice. Yeah. Dan the man. Dan the man. <laughs> um, but uh, overall, it was great. Uh, you got any good races coming up, or you got what one more in Mountain State, don't you? Yep, we got one more. Um, it's going to be in Salem at uh, um, the Wilderness. Oh. Which is uh, our old buddy Bob Rittenhouse's uh, yeah. Um, stomping grounds? Yeah, yeah. That's a. I tell you what, that's a fun track. I think everybody shows up just to ride that. Cause really, it has, it has a lot of um, GNCCs used to run there, so a lot of people. Okay. A lot of people like remember those, so they just come out of the woodwork just to run at the wilderness because of the old GNCC used nice. to be ran there. Right. A great place. Nice place up there. I've never been out there, so I'm excited to get out there and check it out. Oh yeah, it's awesome. Tight technical. I mean, you got some stuff, but <laughs> I've heard this woods a couple a good bit. Cool, so. cool. Well, I'm excited about that. I might even show up. When, when's that? Um, not. It's on the first of November. Mm-hmm. I might. I might show up and run that. Heck yeah, that's that'd be awesome. Close to the house. Yeah, so. man. It's right like down the road from 10 you. Ten minute drive. I'll be yeah. there. Yeah. Wake up at like eleven fifty. Get there and by <laughs> noon. <laughs> well, I'm I'm curious on what they're gonna do. Um, I wonder if they're going to because it's the day after daylight savings. So, I'm wondering if they're going to bump the schedule up an hour. Ah, take Let the bikes take off possible. at 11. I mean, because we were, like, if something, you know, mm-hmm. unforeseeable would happen and the race would be delayed, uh, like yesterday, we wouldn't have been able to run. Yeah. So, it's very possible. Very possible. Yep. I, 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 I'm looking for some news like that for them to up the, up the uh, race schedule a little bit. But, yeah. Uh, Yep, so I'm excited about that. Hopefully, you can show up and we can actually be at the same race for once yeah, in a maybe, while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what went on this weekend? Oh, uh, full fast sprint Doros down in uh, South Carolina. Yep. So, man, I kind of wish I kind of didn't pay attention. I wish I, w- I was able to go down to that because I've always been wanting to ride one down that way. Um, full it was fast, full gas, right? Yeah, full gas. Yeah, yeah. Full, okay. full gas is it's it's fun. It's actually it's actually really cool to go do with a bunch of buddies and and um, if you ever done one if you haven't done one it's pretty much like a time time qualifier like all day um, you get two tests you get a field section test usually or and a little bit of motocross mixed in with that if they have a motocross track or if it's just no MX they all you know big fields which is fun you know I love the field section I know I remember watching <laughs> you when you did the one down in Beckley. Uh, it was Beckley, right? Yeah, it was Beckley. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching the result, and he'd be up in his uh, uh, up in number one in his class in the field sections, and uh, uh, drop back in the woods. Drop back in the woods. A bit. But hey, hey, <laughs> you were killing those field sections for sure. Yeah, I love the field sections, but uh, then you get a little of that, and then you, and then the next test you go out, and then you get your woods part, um, which in West Virginia you get a little rough, but down there it looks pretty. Those woods down there look pretty open and stuff, so that's why I always wanted to go down there. So yep, um, and ride. But uh, yeah, it was it was a pretty cool racing down there. Uh, Lane Michael, um, looked like he was going to have it wrapped up. Um, rode good good all day, both days, and uh, unfortunately Caleb Russell had to spool her right there at the last, the very very last test. He's never done anything like that before. No. Why would he ever? <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's not known to win or anything. No, no. It's just that clutch gene he has. <laughs> Tell you what, you know, if that knee's bothering him, he was. I was watching some clips of that, and they had some motocross parts and stuff. He was sending it. So really, yeah, yeah. They were both. They were him, uh, Russell, uh, Michael, and uh, Strang. Strang. They mm-hmm. were. They were all sending it. 
Um, but uh, yeah, Caleb. That was your podium, right? In that order. Yeah. Uh, Russell. Russell Lane, Lane and then yeah, Strang. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, they they were they were hauling butt down there. Uh, looked fun. Um, uh, shout out to Lane Michael. He did great. Um, like I said, he almost had a win, and then Russell sneaks in at the last bit and and uh, takes it away from him. Um, you, you didn't. You probably. They usually do a quad one, but I don't think with everything going on this year, they didn't get to do it. So if they do one next year, you'll have to go do that one. Yeah, I would like to do that. That'd be fun, uh, just to go and experience that and and, and do oh, it. Oh, you'll love it. Yeah, you will. I swear. It, it, the only thing it stinks about it, it's a two day event, and um, if you have a camper and stuff, it's not bad. Like we used to catch a hotel, but you know, if you're you're if you're like six hours away, it kind of starts pushing it a little bit. Yeah, if it's if we would go and it's not too. Uh, too cold we could always use the box trailer as a camper oh, yeah. <laughs> blow up mattress i'll have to leave the wife at home yeah <laughs> yeah no doubt that that wouldn't fly over very well would it she'd be okay for like a day and then the next day she'd wake up she'd be like where's my shower yeah no doubt no doubt that wouldn't fly over too well at all um so do you have anything else with the uh full gas uh no um i, I was reading you know i heard strings talking about he wished he could have uh Pushed a little harder, but he, he's still messing with that shoulder injury a little yeah. bit. Um, so, unfortunately, he, he was trying to just save, make sure he saved himself, trying not to get hurt or anything like that. Couldn't push. Um, but uh, other than that, yeah, I mean, uh, is this, it's, those are really fun to do. If you ever get a chance to go out and do one of those, do one of those because – uh, you, you'll probably really like it and do them all the time. So. Right. I wish those were um, like televised on racer TV as well. That way we could see a little bit more mm-hmm. because I feel like a lot of our takes on like the GNCC stuff, like uh, we don't get that from just reading stuff. We get that from actually watching those races and, and, and seeing what went on. So it'd be nice if, if those would be televised as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It'd be really nice. Uh, I think it'd just be kind of like, like an all day thing. Cause like, I think we start at like, 10 or 11. Do the pros go off at certain times, though? Uh, the pros, um, they start Yeah, they I guess start a little early. To... They start a little early. Then, like, by the, time, by the time I was going out, they were starting on the other test. Oh, I see. So, they just keep things rolling all day. Right. Okay. So, okay. there's always action going always on. Always something going pass. on. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. And it's those guys are just hauling. On those, you know, of course, it's a fast sprint lap. Right. So, they're they're always pinned, man. They don't look, making right. stuff look cool. Right. That'd be fun to watch for sure. Uh, so, um, we were wrong on our prediction, weren't we? I was we? wrong, man. I tell you. Oh, I, hey, I thought I had it. Don't beat yourself up. There was a lot of people that was wrong on that one. <laughs> hey, uh, you know. If you guys don't know what we're talking about, Jeremy Martin went to uh, Star Yamaha. I thought for sure he's going to Pro Circuit. But yeah, last week we called it, and we thought that we were, you know, we thought we were the guys, you know, <laughs> breaking the news, and, and it definitely did not happen that way. Uh, I guess. Hey, I, I guess if you get beat by somebody, you, you go you to their beat, team. If you can't beat them, join them. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, he's already ha- he already has two championships with that team. Yeah, with you know on Yamaha, so I'm sure he's probably like, you know, get me back there. It was interesting because. Um, when this whole Geico thing started happening and, you know, we heard that Geico was closing shop and, you know, they were talking about where would Martin go. Um, Star Yamaha wasn't really one of the ones that I could have foreseen because things didn't end well between, between Jeremy and Star Yamaha and, and none of the people have changed. It's the same people at Star. So, um, I didn't really see that relationship happening again but i guess that just kind of goes to speak about how small the motocross supercross community is and um just because you might burn a bridge <laughs> <laughs> there may not be there may not be many bridges in town so you have to might have to rebuild that one <laughs> yeah exactly um they need some riders uh they have they brought in christian craig and then uh um and then you know you have jeremy now but uh they're probably like this dude about beat us on a, another brand. Let's put him on our brand. We know it's a faster bike, and he's Man, already Star won Yamaha fours. is just loaded mm-hmm. with with riders. I mean, you got. I mean, I, I'm assuming I, I would say that Jeremy's going to run East Coast, and and uh, Craig's going to run West. It, it'll all come down to injuries um, here soon. Well, but you got to think uh, from what I heard. Um, you're not looking at a normal Supercross season where 
where you're going to have a big break between your west and east. I, from what I heard, it's going to be one re- your first round's going to be west, and then your your second round's going to be a east coast. Oh, okay. So it, it, you're not going to be able to play that card with the injuries. They're all kind of be going going off towards the same time of the year. So um, I would say it might come down to track preference. Yeah, I mean, you know, as your team manager, you would look at it and you're like, well, this guy's better at these tracks and this yeah. guy's better at those tracks. And then you kind of look to see where they live and train and stuff, wherever they're more comfortable at. Um, but, you know, normal in a normal year, it all comes down to, is this guy healthy? Yeah. Who's healthier? Um, let's put him here. And, and, uh, and then you look at your other competition, like, well, who's stacked up here? Yeah, exactly. Who's stacked up there? Exactly. It's a whole game. I would say, though, you know, Craig is Craig's a West Coast guy. I would say that he's yeah. probably going to want to stay out there. And I would say that Jeremy is more of an East Coast guy. So he he likes that East Coast dirt, um, tends to, a lot mm-hmm. better. So, uh, But that will be interesting to see how that shakes out. Uh, 450-wise, though, they're, they're pretty uh, – um, They're pretty stacked, too. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, I'm looking Plessinger. to see Plessinger have a better year. Yeah, he, he's had some ups and downs. He's had some ups. I mean, he really hasn't had many ups since he's been on his four, uh, since he's been on the 450. But um, I think it's getting to the point in his career on the 450. This will be his what third year coming third year. up. Mm-hmm. Um, he needs to he needs to put some results in. So he's going to be you know riding with a big purpose this year of you know uh, uh, for his future. Mm-hmm. And then you got uh, uh, Dylan uh, Fernandez coming up on the 450 as yeah. well. So that'll be interesting. That'll be interesting for sure. Yeah, um, I was actually thinking myself the other day. I was like, you know, if Aaron Plessinger doesn't uh, perform this year, I'd have to look back and see if his contract's up. And with Jeremy Martin going to Yamaha and he wants to go into 450, I'm thinking if he goes and wins and Plessinger doesn't perform, he might not sign. Then move Martin up to the to yeah. get Fernandez and Martin on the same team on your 450s. So, I mean, that maybe that's what Yamaha's looking at. Maybe. Um, I'd like to see um – I'd like to see Aaron Plessinger be able to put a year in without the injuries. Oh, yeah. I, I always said To Plessinger. see what he could do. Because mm-hmm. I, I feel like he's got way, way more in the tank than what he's currently showing right now. Um, he's just been battling with the bike, battling with in injuries, and it's just not been a really great shakedown to see uh, what he can really do in the 450. Yeah, um, I always said Plessinger was a better, should have been a better 450 rider than he was a 250 rider. Um Unfortunately, he broke his heel the first year on mm-hmm. the bike, which, you know, when you're breaking a heel, that, that hurts pretty good, I guess. Never done it before, but I would say it hurts. Um, and had a big setback there. And then, honestly, a lot of guys, and I've said this before, don't get along with that 450 on that Yamaha. Right. Um, Barsha finally started get, starting to put it together there, working with him a lot, but it seemed like it was always a fight. It, yeah, and there's just something not going on with that. You know, there's something just not right with that 450. So um, maybe, I mean, look at Cooper Webb. Yeah. Didn't do anything with Yamaha. Goes to KTM, and next thing you know, he's winning Supercross title. What if Barsha just walks out and wins the Supercross title in I was, 2021? I was just telling Dan on the way back, so we talk, we talk Moto all the time, all the way up and back from races, mm-hmm. and um, I was just saying, they better watch out because – if that gas gas handles anything like a Husky or KTM, I mean, I ride Husky, and that thing will track straight no matter – like, I've been in some pretty bad spots, and it'll just track right out. Um, so, if what his style is, how he's crazy all the time, like, you know, he's always on the bike, always a gas – you know, giving – I think that he could come out and win on that bike. You know, one thing is for sure when – when he's feeling comfortable, um, and he, and you can, you can always tell when he's feeling comfortable and when he's going into that bam bam mode, and 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 he and he feels like he can hang it out there. If he gets in that mode and can stay there all year, um, that's going to create some pretty dramatic and awesome racing in the front. Because um, a lot of times you'll be used to seeing him towards the back, um, having to work his way up, and I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that um, he had to power the Yamaha down mm-hmm. um, to be able to handle it the way he wanted to handle it. And in, in turn, that affected his starts a lot. So he was used to having some bad starts this year and having to work his way up. Um, and he kind of like uh, substituted starts for a better handling uh, bike that will suit him better. So if he can get the starts, start in the top five 
uh, and be able to charge and 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 ride like he can at his best potential. Watch out! Um, it could be a year. It could be a year for the record books because we got. I mean, there's players. Oh yeah. Every. I mean, throw a dart at the wall to pick a champion because. Um, I mean, I don't think I don't think Tomac can can sleepwalk to this championship at all. Oh no! Um, coming to this Supercross season, hopefully there is one. Uh, <laughs> hope everything there goes away. Be. There will be. <laughs> oh God, I hope so. Um, but anyways, uh, Bam Bam's going to be a sleeper pick, I think. Um, just be with everything going on and all these riders. Like I said last time, there's so many riders that I'm starting to worry that there's not going to be enough rides for all these riders here eventually if if the sport doesn't accommodate everybody. Um, but uh, you know, you got Ken Rocks and he took him he took him the summer off, so he's going to be coming in healthy. Mm-hmm. Strong as long as you know no training accidents or anything like that. But he's going to come in healthy, strong. He was strong last year. He was giving Tomac a run for his money. Yep. Um, and then you got Cooper Webb. Also had the summer off. He had a little bit of injury, but I'm sure he's going to be coming back swinging. Um, and you got you just you just keep naming them. I can I can go here all day and just name riders. I, I honestly think that you could walk into this season having five. Six legit championship contenders. Mm-hmm. Uh, can't for can't can't for Zick, blah, shoot can't forget Zach Osborne. Yeah, just won the uh, the outdoor championship, and we know how he runs with motivation. Oh yeah. Um, AC, mm-hmm. um, Sexton. Yeah. I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be a loaded field. Um, and even if you do have a player or two go down, it's still gonna be a loaded field. It's not oh, gonna yeah. be like one of these years where where you have a guy go down and the championship's over because the other guy walks away with it. So it should be it should be fun, but we'll get into that coverage. Yeah. We'll we'll get into uh previewing we'll, it here in a few weeks. Yeah, yeah, we got we got some time. We got some time to fill coming yeah, up for here sure. soon. <laughs> so, so um we'll dedicate other, a full podcast to to Supercross. The other big shock to the ATV world. <sighs> oh man, I tell you. Uh I think a lot of people, a lot of Honda guys, they they're all like shooting themselves right now because I heard a lot of them. I've I've seen a lot of people post like, "Man, Honda just lost one of the fastest riders." Yep, Joel Hetrick yeah. to Yamaha. To Yamaha. Uh, what's crazy is though is he's still going to be with Phoenix. Is he? It is. Yep. Yeah. I saw the video uh, that Rip It Up Films put out last night, and um, um, it's red and white Phoenix Yamaha. Um, so I have so many different feelings about this scenario. Um. And I don't really know how how to feel about it, uh, particularly because we want parity in the sport. We want to see as many manufacturers as possible, and and we're not getting that uh, in the sport of ATV motocross. Uh, on 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 one hand, but on the other hand, you can't blame Joel because oh, no. because he he's wanting to put himself in the best case scenario to win, and to have a consistent a, a consistent bike that is capable of uh, of being up there at the top all the time and you know the way he rides he he's so aggressive on the bike that he needs something that's going to last and you know maybe a bike that hasn't produced a bike in you know how however long is not the way to go for him so yeah i mean what do you expect um when how, how do you not support the fa- the team that is the only four wheelers that are supplying right oh, now. Oh, yeah, you have to support Yamaha. So, I so mean, thank God for Yamaha. Them? Yeah, so, I mean, how, if Yamaha would stop, like, producing, like, what would you do then? Where would the sport, even GNCC, motocross, anything you could ride on a four wheeler, if you're a quad rider, just think this. If Yamaha would stop producing, how long will it be before the quad riders don't have nothing to ride anymore until everything falls apart? Until yeah. until people stop making parts and 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 we're you're seeing it already. I mean Suzuki parts. Uh, you you know you can find some here and there, um, find some gems out there. But you know they're you know K- uh, Kawasaki, um, KTM's tried to make bikes, um, Cannondale's, um, uh, all those bikes have come and gone and they stopped making them. And Honda, you know they made a great bike for a lot of years. I mean Honda was. Uh, it was, you know, it's second best right now. Yeah, and it's um, it, it's always my second best. I'm a Yamaha rider, but <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, is um, like you said, Yamaha is is basically single handedly supporting um, 
um, ATV racing uh, as far as factory support. Um, I don't know what the answer is to get more um, to get more manufacturers back in the sport. Um, is it is it everybody going to Yamaha and all the manufacturers saying that okay, all of our bikes are disappearing and we need to um, we need to get on board because Yamaha is making a killing because they have the they have the market cornered. Or is it to continue to buy other bikes and make a reason for those companies to make parts for those bikes? Yeah, um, like I said, it, it's hard not to support Yamaha just because they're giving the support back um, to the riders. Um, I don't understand the. F I don't understand why other factories aren't involved. I, I can tell you the reason. Right now, the side by side world is is a more of a money maker for them and a lot of your quad guys your older quad guys and, <laughs> uh they go they're starting you know, they, everybody everybody you talk to has a side by side you're right you're and right but at the when same they're making 20 grand yeah off of one side yeah. by side <laughs> i i can't believe i honestly i mean it to anybody out there that's going and buying a side by side you know more power to you but i can't believe what people are paying for these yes, things they are in my, my opinion i'd rather go buy like a little sports car and drive it around but that's just yeah. me <laughs> yeah i mean the thing is though is like when i when i go to these local races and when i go to gnccs and i see yeah you know there's twice as many bikes out there as there is quads mm -hmm. sometimes three times as many oh, yeah. but there's still a lot of quad racers out there. There's a lot of guys that 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 enjoy racing quads, and 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 it's not like it's, you know, um, it's not like it's dying. It's a, it's not like it's a dying sport because I feel like, for instance, 2020. I guarantee you, 2020 uh, for the Mountain State Hair Scrambles will have double, if not triple, the total attendance for the entire year in the ATVs than they did in 2019. So does that speak more towards the, the weird year that we had, or does that speak more towards the fact that people still enjoy that particular sport and and um, um, still want to support that sport? Um, you know, I, I don't know the answer to that, but, but um, I would like to see, you know, at least one manufacturer step up and, and try to challenge um, Yamaha. Yamaha. Yeah, the closest one you would have to say would be Honda. Have to be. You'd have you'd have to think, but you know somebody might step up. Some other you know KTM might even come back and say, hey, let's try this again. KTM. I mean, remember back in the day, it was KTM, Cam, Can Am, yeah, yeah. Suzuki, um, Yamaha, Honda. Uh, I mean, it just. I wish it was uh, that way again. <laughs> yeah. the, I think there are a lot of people realizing that uh that quad racing is expensive um that compared to dirt bikes yes um and you know i'd say I, that's one reason i haven't really broke mine back out is like i start totaling up the numbers <laughs> i'm like man it's a lot cheaper to keep this thing over here running than it is this and 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 until you get to the motor it's about the same but like your plastics and your graphics and your tires and everything else for them are so expensive um and they used to be double the cost of a dirt bike, but anymore they're about to, you can go buy a full wheeler for the same price as you can at four fifty dirt bike. Yeah. So um that's not the big deal anymore. Um and then and then a lot of places around here, especially motocross wise, you know, we you know, we don't have a local track anymore. Yeah. The, the closest place you can go is a Breezewood and then oh, Briarcliff. And, and honestly, that's why the um the, the cross country um, hair scramble world has has really took off and even on the dirt bike side mm. because you know people enjoy I feel um, you know the fact that maybe they don't have to travel quite as far to get to some of these races that you know um, um, promoters they don't have to prep a track as much um, um, a lot of these guys like being able to go there ride. Yeah. Go home and go home yeah. and not have to, you know, wait the whole day, the whole day, mm -hmm. ride seven minutes, wait another half a day, ride seven minutes. I'm not going to lie. That spoiled me. Like even doing these GPs, like I know my race is at 11, then I get one at 130 and I can go home. Yeah. You know, um, it's just nice to have that. But, um, you know, before then I was like, oh, motocross isn't bad. You know, it's not too bad. Then you go do one of those races <laughs> and run, run uh, GNCC or hair scrambles. And you're like, oh, your race is at. Well, we were kind of spoiled with our motocross 
careers, you know, with, yeah. you know, basically being able to walk to our local <laughs> track. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, we both grew up right here, um, basically beside yeah. Pyramid Valley. So um, it was, I mean, it was nothing for us to go there and spend the whole day because, like, we'd be home in five minutes. So <laughs> that kind of spoiled us as well. So we didn't really get a real taste of, like, the traveling motocross, like, got to go three hours to this local mm-hmm. or to this next race or, or whatnot. Cause we, we, we were spoiled in that, in that sense. But, um, you know, like the mountain state hair scramble series, the new East coast hair, or hair scramble series. Um, even if you do the Wexars, the Wexars bar, it's not, it's not too far. No, no, no. You got three, uh, three legit, nice series that run within, you know, two hours from, from our house. So, I think that has really what has created the uptick in um, in hair scrambles and stuff like that. I would love to see uh, you know um, motocross tracks come back, um, but as of right now, uh, um, you know the hair scrambles, the GPS is kind of where mm-hmm. is where it's at. So um, we kind of got off topic there a little bit, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, Hetrick. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it it's uh, I'm excited for him. I'm. You know, Yamaha's excited because most likely they're thinking, well, at least no matter what, I got one, two on top of the box. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unless something really happens bad. But Do you uh, think he's going to come out and be able to – is he going to come out with the same Joel speed, like right off the bat? I think he will. He, he's rode some um, – he's rode other manufacturers through the years. Did you know – I don't know if you noticed it or not, but there was a pro stock class this year yeah. that they were running. Did you see him that he ran it? No, I didn't see that. Yeah, no, he ran it one time. With the Yamaha or the Honda? Did he ride a Honda well, he, or a Yamaha? He didn't ride. A, he didn't ride a Honda. Yeah, I didn't know. I was it was say. a red bike, and it wasn't a Yamaha either. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, he rode a red Suzuki. Oh, see, see, I was gonna say because he used to run a Suzuki Z400 back in the day. Yeah, and um, and back when he was coming up through the ranks. So yeah, I got you know he's been on other manufacturers and stuff. So, uh. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. So, but here's my question, um, and this will kind of uh, help us transition transition into our next topic. With Hetrick going to Yamaha, and Phoenix, that clearly says that Phoenix is not solely a Honda team, mm-hmm. um, especially on their ATV side. I would say they're probably solely a Honda team on their dirt bike side. Yeah. But with uh, Hetrick going to Yamaha, what does Chris Borsch do? because <laughs> yeah. hey, he's he, yeah. he's a, he's a uh, uh phoenix honda rider you might be seeing him show up on a yamaha next year well, yeah I mean. yep i mean he had a yamaha stint um what was it three four years ago yeah he didn't stick on it very long yeah he didn't do very good on it but from what i'm understanding he didn't have a whole lot of support when he went to yamaha so um we know that phoenix team that's a good team mm-hmm. um so you know, maybe maybe the quad side of the Phoenix team just totally makes the switch over. Oh. So that'll be something to watch up in the next coming uh, couple months, because uh, or or month or so, whenever GNCC wraps up, because they're not going to announce no. it until the season's yeah. over. But but look for the potential of uh, Chris Borsch to to go to uh, go to Yamaha. I, I I have a feeling, man, and you're going to start seeing a lot of blue. You're going to start seeing a lot of blue and white. I mean, you can put you can put red graphics yeah, if you yeah, want, but, <laughs> I mean, but you're going to see a lot of blue white out in the woods and and on the motocross tracks. I, I mean, I what do you know. do though? I mean, the just the technology with the um, with the um, um, fuel injection. the fuel injection over the carburetors, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, you can't blame Patrick. No. For for going, and you can't blame anybody for going. And hopefully, you know, hopefully one day this puts a bug in the uh, ears of uh, people at Honda, and they they step up to the plate, or you know, they're eventually going to start losing losing the uh, the good customer base that they have, oh, as far yeah. as like the guys that are, you know. One one thing I'll say about people that ride, they're loyal. They they, they are they very are very loyal. loyal. Uh, you know, you either ride Honda red or or you bleed blue or. Or, you know, I mean, that's just the way I always grown up. I mean, I've known guys that are like, if it ain't Honda, I'm not riding. I don't even <laughs> care. So, um, you have that. And then, but then they also looking like, well, hey, uh, you know, we're supporting the sport. Uh, you know, these guys are supporting us, doing what we do, yeah. what we love. 
So why not go give them the love? You also have a lot of guys that will that look up to people as far as like Joel Hetrick. That's a, he's a role model mm-hmm. to a lot of people, to a lot of uh, um, guys that probably you know aren't even that far off of his age. So um, they see him going to Yamaha, and uh, you might see an uptick even more so on the Yamahas um, at the at the uh, uh, ATV Pro Motocross. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. You know, that that series itself, um, ATV Pro Motocross, is doing a good job at um, kind of supporting the people that support them mm-hmm. um, with making that um, pro stock class. Because let's be honest, the That's pro stock class, they, they, they built that class for Yamaha. Mm-hmm. Um, so... So, you know, that's a good way of them kind of giving the, the nod over to, to Yamaha um, for, for supporting the sport. So, you know, part of me wants to see Yamaha just take it all over and hopefully that'll, you know, in turn create some more parity in, in the – because, you know, if you, would see, if you would see Honda come out with a new model, fuel-injected bike – People would lose their minds. Oh yeah, these Honda guys—they'd be like, "Oh my gosh!" They're Honda guys would be losing their minds. But um, now, on the other hand, a lot of Honda guys um, that I know will will say, "You know, I like the simplicity of the old because it's it's what I know and it's easy to work on," which is also true. But um, um, uh, it'll be just interesting to see if Honda will step up at some point in time. Yeah, you'd have to hope so. You'd have to hope. But, uh, yeah, I just, um, like I said, on the GNCC side, uh, I was it was a couple years ago. It might have been like last year. It was last year because Colton had his first race. Adam McGill was up there, and he actually stopped by, and we were talking to him. And he was kind of fascinated with Colton and, you know, racing and stuff. And uh, we were talking, and we started talking about full racing. And he was like, "With if no one else steps up, we're either all going to have to go to Yamaha or the GNCC is going to have to start giving some slack on 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 what they can do with the bike. Because mm-hmm. um, I'm not sure what the full rules are for the pros and stuff like that, but I'm sure there's like no mods or, you know, certain mods can only be done. Right. Eventually, you're going to have – there's someone – the rules are going to have to change somewhere. Yeah. Um, if, if no one else steps up because, you know, everybody likes these Honda, you know, Honda, Honda, Honda. So these Honda guys are going to have to start digging up some good stuff here for too long. Yep. Yeah, so. so it'll be interesting to see where that goes. Um, as far as GNCC goes, let's start uh, just rolling into that topic. Um, yeah, uh, Iron Man big uh, weekend coming up. Uh, typically, NBA. typically that's your uh, season finale, but um, there's one more race after the Iron Man yeah. this year. It's in so. West Virginia. Yeah, it's CJ. at CJ Raceway. Yeah. Yep. So, um, uh, back to the Iron Man though. That's going to be uh, pretty interesting. I'm uh, I'm excited to watch that race for sure. Yeah. Um, Guys, we'll go on the quad side first. Uh, tell you what, I, I was um, Walker Fowler had some stuff on his Instagram story. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw that I, too. I, I think he's, I think he's starting to get a little mad at himself. Uh, yeah, a little burn up. Yeah, because um, he's only won one of the last six the races. Race? That's not Walker Fowler no. that we know. <laughs> no. And uh, I, I think he's like, he, he's probably been putting in some work. Yeah. So, yeah, that's um, um, that's going to be an interesting race for sure. I'm I'm excited to see uh, see how it plays out this year. Uh, last year we kind of had an interesting Ironman because it was pretty much underwater. Yeah. Uh, so it was basically a survival race. Um, that's where um, Hunter Hart got his first win. So <laughs> you know maybe he's going to be looking to try to repeat that. Um, yeah. um, and then you know you like you just said we're going to try to we're going to be seeing that Walker Fowler's probably going to. He's gonna want some redemption for sure because he doesn't want another. He doesn't want to go into twenty twenty one, not having the momentum. Yeah, and then you got Cole Richardson. I mean, he just came off a big win, so he might be showing up. Got a little swag going to him. He's got his, you know, got a win, and and uh, you know, I think he was. I think he was on some riding. Yeah. Um, also, and then uh, Bryson Neal. Mad as a hornet, man. I'm yeah. telling you, I'm, that, that guy's got to be pissed because he. He's been flying lately, and he's not been able to reap the rewards of his riding. So um, uh, that's somebody that I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing racing this weekend at uh, Ironman because I feel that um, um, I'm gonna call it. He's gonna win. I think that, I think that he's gonna come out and he's gonna he's gonna win this weekend. Um, he's been showing that he's got the pace of the crowd, and uh, um, 
Um, as long as he can keep it on four wheels, keep it keep the bike running. That's mm. been the main problem. They should have some moisture in the track this time of the rain coming through and stuff. So it it you know hopefully it should be a good track. <laughs> yeah, it should, it be. should be a good For track. For once, you might be able to see when you're riding out there. Yeah, yeah. So uh, um, hopefully we see some good action. Hopefully they uh, they're able to run the pro hill this year because. <laughs> they they weren't able to last, last year, year with the uh, water with the water and the rain so uh, uh, that'll be interesting to see so um, who you got for your picks oh man well I tell you what it's Fowler and Neil's gonna go at it and I, I I'm gonna have to say I'm I'm sorry Bryson but I think I think Fowler's I think Fowler's gonna be coming for you this weekend. And I'm gonna go Fowler, Neal, and Richardson. And I'm, uh, I think the Gators gonna be lo- looking back around fourth. He might, he might pull on the on the podium, but I think the Gators gonna be around fourth. So <laughs> I'm telling you, man, he he's been riding good lately. So it'll be been, interesting so. to see what what he comes out and does this weekend. Um, I know he likes that track. That track's been good to him before. Um, um, I'm gonna go. I'm going to go Bryson Neal to win. Um, I'm going to go Walker in second, and I'm going to put the Gator on the podium in third. There you go. So, <laughs> I think – I mean, I think – It was the, a toss-up for me. Yeah, he's 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 been riding really good lately, and those four have really kind of stepped out mm-hmm. as the uh, uh, class of the field towards the later of the season. So, yeah. um um, I'm excited to see that race uh, between them, and uh, I would like to see. Uh, uh, it'd be awesome to see Hunter Hart get up there and and have a good start and see what he can do. I'm gonna call out Josh Merritt. I think he's gonna have a good weekend. He's been trending. He's been. I, 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 you know, he might even pop up in the top four or maybe even a podium. I, you know what? I think I might call oh, Josh man. Merritt out on the podium this weekend. That'd be awesome. I'd love to see that. That that kid's been working hard, and he's been. Uh, He's been he's been getting the rewards and it and it's just been a trending up all season long for him. Um, yeah. um what was his his best finish to date fifth, is the fifth. The fifth, yes. So uh he, he's he's getting there and then um, you know, uh I just I have a feeling it's it's coming for him soon. Yeah. So that's awesome. So yeah. Yeah, so are you where are you putting him at? Are you changing your podium I, up? I, Who are you I, taking I, off the podium put, I, to yeah. put Merritt on? I don't know. Uh just the way the cards are gonna have to fall. But uh-huh. uh um I I say you know Merritt will at least be in the top five, but he I wouldn't be surprised if his podium comes soon. Yeah, on this weekend. So yep, I'm, I'm not taking anybody off my picks, but <laughs> I I say he'll be top five, maybe podium. You got any uh, XC two guys that could possibly sneak up on that podium? Well, was it uh, Austin Albee? Uh, yeah, that he's 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 hauling. Yeah, he's so. hauling. If he doesn't <laughs> cut the track this week, so he, <laughs> he might be able to put it up. Yeah. Uh, put it up there as well. I'd say he's going to be on the pro one next week or next year i'd say he'd be on the line oh yeah 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 that'll be interesting to see uh where he stacks up next year we'll preview that over the winter as well um but um um man i want to make it out to that track sometime and and ride that track i've heard that you just got to go to iron man oh yeah everybody says iron man's a place to go yeah it's it's a nice little drive for us it's probably about probably about six and a half about six and a half hours something like that I mean, yeah. I go out there for Supercross just to watch, so why not drive out there to race, right? Yeah, absolutely, man. Drive out there to race <laughs> and camp and, and have a good time. Have, a, have an awesome time for sure. Um, <clears throat> there's also another um, um, competition going on this weekend at the Ironman that you may not know about. They are having a mullet competition. <laughs> Only at the GNCC. Only at the GNCC. If you listen to the Bottleneck Live show, uh, those guys are those guys are kind of arranging that. And I tell you what, man, there has been a uptick in the mullet world <laughs> for sure around uh, GNCC. It's just around the world, period. I've seen a lot of mullets pop up here lately. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they're having a um, a mullet competition. So if you're if you're going out there to the GNCC and you happen to have a mullet, enter it. And if you don't have a mullet. You can uh, put a wig on, and they have like a trail riders <laughs> <laughs> class for mullets. But uh, I guess all the proceeds go towards a um, uh, towards breast cancer yeah, awareness. That's, that's what I was going to already say. Bre- bre- you know, wear your pink this weekend if you go to the race. Uh, yep. Support you know breast ca- breast cancer. Um, yeah, calling all Joe Dirts, I guess, huh? Yeah, man. <laughs> Joe Dirts got the mustaches going on, so I'm excited to see uh, see the bottleneck live. Some '90s porn stuff. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> 
some jerry curls going on yeah uh shoot so that'll be fun to fun to see as well so hopefully they get a good uh turnout for that and uh have some good fun doing that um I want to go out there. I want. I would. I would buy. I don't have enough hair for a mullet, but I'd buy a wig and a hair in. Hey, I, I'll tell you what. I might have one at my house. I'll, I'll <laughs> yeah, if I'd be going, I'd, I'd come. Why do you have? A, wait. Why do you have a wig at your house? I think it was a Halloween costume one year. Uh-huh. I think. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's move on to Sunday. Um, what do you think is going to happen there? You know, Caleb Russell is <laughs> just going to finish the year out strong. You think he's going to win? Yeah. You think Caleb's going to win? Yeah. Because he hasn't won in a while. He's going to win. There's somebody that's been riding a Yamaha that hasn't lost in a while either. I know, but just watching him, some of the previews from just the full fast sprint, and this is his last two races ever in GNCC, he's bringing it. He's feeling it. He's going to go out with two wins. I'm calling the next two weekends. Caleb Russell on the podium. Well, or up on top. So last weekend I said that I'm just going to pick Stu from here on out. Yeah, I'm just going to roll with it. I'm going to pick Stu from here on out, man. <laughs> Stu's going to win. Um, because I don't know why, but I don't know why not to pick him. Yeah. I mean, he's. Hey, he was doing some testing over the week, uh, over the weekend. With, yeah. On that Yamaha. So. Yeah. Was is it? Is it four? Or is it three? It's three straight right now, right? Yeah, three straight. Three straight. He's going to make it four straight. Yeah, I don't know, man. Could you imagine if he goes out of 2020 with five straight wins? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's crazy. Oh, he'd definitely be. Uh, that'd be that'd be insane. But. So, yeah, I think that uh, I think uh, I think Stu's going to get it done. He's rolling on that confidence wave, and like we've talked before, um, that confidence is, drives guys and uh, really pushes guys to 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 excel themselves and have more confidence. I mean, confidence is everything. You mm-hmm. know as well as I do oh, yeah. that these guys are, are head cases because as soon as they don't have confidence, it, it, it becomes a struggle. But um, you, you got to you gotta have that, that cocky confidence. You know, a lot of people don't understand that. They think they're just, you're just big douche. But um, <laughs> when you're that fast and you want to win, you got you to gotta kind of carry yourself like that. Um, it's just part of it. You know, if you don't have confidence in yourself, you know, how are you going to win? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. You have to you have to push yourself if, to those limits. And if you uh, if you feel like, you know, your limits are a little higher than the guy beside you, that's that's all you need yeah. right there. So it's just like we were talking. <clears throat> me and Dan was talking. Like you got to visualize that whole shot. Yeah. You know, if you don't think you can do it, you're not going to get the whole shot. You're just going to lay back. And I don't think I can do it right <laughs> now. My whole shots have been god awful. <laughs> <laughs> I've been close. I've been close. I got one whole shot this year. I'm good with that. You're good with that, yeah. 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 I mean, I've, I'm, I'm confident I can come through the field <laughs> if I have to. <laughs> Anyways, back to the back to the real guys. Um, yeah. I think that we're also going to see uh, that up there. I think he's going to be back on the podium this weekend. Yeah. Um, I, I don't argue with that at all. Uh, I say that will probably end up third. Um, I, I, I'm going to do my predict predictions. It's going to be Russell, uh, Stu, and Thad Duvall. Russell, Stu, Thad Duvall. Okay, that's a good podium. That's a good podium for sure. With Lane Mike on fourth. I'm going to put Lane up there. He's been riding really good, and, and um, it's hard not to, uh, especially with the, you know, with the last weekend he was running strong, and then this weekend at full fast sprint – He's putting in some, still putting in some strong uh, confidence and stuff. So, uh, I mean, until you said Thad, I was probably putting him on my podium, and then I was like, "Oh yeah, Thad's back." <laughs> I'm I'm gonna take I'm taking Russell off the podium. Oh uh, man. Well, I mean, so here's the thing. It, I know you were saying that 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 he was hauling um, at the full gas sprint enduros, and that his knee didn't look like it bothered him too much. He has nothing but to those lose. are but those are tests. He has nothing to lose. I don't. I just. I don't think that. I don't think his knee is in any condition for a three-hour race right now. So, I feel like, um, um, you know, I, I would say that you know if this was his last race, that he would go for it more. But I think that he's going to pull up and fourth. Uh, I'm going to call Stu, Thad, and then Lane Michael in third. I see. But we're forgetting about somebody else. <laughs> Who's that? The other boy in KTM. Oh yeah, Ben Kelly. Yeah, man, it's starting to get interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Starting. So, so the battle for that podium is is pretty uh, 
it's going to be pretty strong for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, we go back to the Caleb Russell thing. See, I think he was saving his knee just because he wasn't sure if he was going to get the championship wrapped up. He already wrapped it up. So now it's just like that knee can get fixed whenever. I don't have to show up to the last race if I don't make it. Whatever. I'm going to send it. I'm going to get these last two wins. That's just my theory. But I think <laughs> <laughs> I think that I think that you're going to see a lot of uh, um, battling up front this weekend. I don't think you're going to see two guys break away. I think it's going to be. I think it's gonna be a four, a four or five rider um, battle, especially if, like you said, they get some rain and that that dust um, gets kicked down and they don't have to ride through the dust. Yeah, um, yeah. I, 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 usually, Iron Man's usually always wet. Every race I ever see at Iron Man <laughs> always gets some rain. So I'd say, I'd say they had some rain showers come through and uh, stuff. But uh, yeah, I think the track's probably gonna be just about right, um, especially how dry it's been everywhere else. Um, if you get a nice and tacky track, that'd yeah. be oh, yeah. that'd be nice, and you get to see some good battles. I, th- I think it's going to come down to the start this this week. Um, I think if you get a bad start, it's going to be hard to work your way up through. So, um, I think it's going to come down to the whole shot. I think it's, if you get in the top the top three guys to get the whole shot, those are going to be your top three podium guys. I'd say. Yeah. Unless they have something, you know, happen. But okay. Well, we'll put it on record that uh, that. Uh, I guess we're both leaving Ben Kelly out, right? Yeah, it's hard. It's hard not. It's hard to. But then you look at the other. I kind of want. Now that we mentioned Ben Kelly, I kind of want to change my podium <laughs> a little bit. It's like, well, then I can say, okay, well, then what about this guy? And you're like, oh man. <laughs> right. Right. So. It's just like the. Quad. I'm changing my podium. Yeah, I'm changing my podium. I'm taking Lane Michael off and putting Ben Kelly on. Okay. And I'm, we'll say Lane. Lane and. Um, Lane and. Uh, uh, Russell are going to fight for that fourth position. Oh man! So it's gonna go. It's gonna go. Stu, um, Stu, Thad, and then Ben Kelly. Okay, I mean that's that's. It's not. It's not. But, but your predictions it's kind of, aren't. It's kind of off fl- the wall. Flip it of a coin, right? It is. It is. Yeah. So, but your Josh Merritt pick. It, it, that's that's the. Uh, that's the the wildest pick I've made all year, right? Besides Adam McGill winning hey, that that hey, race, and that was that wasn't a wild pick, Adam. I I got you on that one, buddy. <laughs> uh, I just had that feeling. You know, yeah, I got that gut feeling. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> so, uh, should be a good weekend of racing. I'm excited to uh, get back in the studio, aka the garage, and <laughs> uh, and break down the GNCC action over the weekend and um, and uh, see see how it went this weekend. Um, like we said, that track always seems like a good track to to watch. Um, yeah, well, maybe one day we'll get out there and, and well, uh, hey, we just go this weekend. You got any plans? Yeah, I we do. Oh. <laughs> you always got plans, I tell you. I'm me and Dan's been trying to figure out where we're going to go ride this weekend, and you're over here like, eh, I got plans. You going? You going to Indiana? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> nah. Well, we'll definitely be watching. That's for sure. Yeah, oh yeah, we'll definitely watch. Um, exact. You know, if anybody's not watching anything, I mean, you got to watch, support the only uh, offered stuffs going on this weekend. So. Yeah, man. I mean, <clears throat> it's pretty uh, awesome seeing. Um, uh, every time I'm on that racer racer tv feed um watching you can see how many people are watching and, and when you see those numbers climbing up um all the time it, it, it that's that's great to see for the sport because um you know they don't have to do that they don't have to, to broadcast that but they do and and i'm glad they do because it keeps people like us in the loop that don't get a chance to get to these races mm-hmm. uh so we get to watch um we, we get to watch the pros and we get to know, you know, that's honestly why we're able to do this show right now is because of that feed. Oh yeah. Uh, so, Cause we were, I mean, we don't make it, you know, to all those races, unfortunately. I, and honestly, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I don't know if we could cover the race as well. Um, yeah. Being because there because, you know, you can't be everywhere at once. No, those races are over such a long uh, stretch of, uh, we would need 12 people. Yeah, and every mile marker to be taking notes every lap. <laughs> that'd be broke. Bro- that'd be tough. So yeah, thank you to Racer TV for broadcasting yeah. these races so we can watch it. I tell and, you uh, what I do is I get my iPad out and I got an adapter to my TV because you can't I can't bring it up on my big screen. So then I I turn the iPad on, plug it in, and plug it to my big screen. Yeah. And then you got it right there on the big screen, just yeah. like you're watching a yeah. regular race. So. See, I I like to keep it on the iPad and then I'm watching football 
on the TV. Well, this year football, I, I, I kind of boycotted it, but that's a whole different <laughs> podcast. We can make a whole other podcast on that. But yeah. next year, maybe we'll see. Yeah, next year. So, um, have you decided where you're riding at this weekend? Not yet. We're, we're trying to watch the weather and, and see. You know, um, uh, it's been almost like almost two months without me riding anywhere over the weekend. So. A weekend off might be nice, but nah, I doubt it. We, I got a whole like three months coming up. <laughs> three. Yeah, no doubt. So no doubt. It's getting cold, guys. It's getting cold. Uh, well, hey, I just we just cut the we just cut the hay off the farm. If nothing else, maybe come <laughs> out here. We could put a couple motos in on the uh, yeah, old turn track. Get old grass track going on. Yeah, man. Yeah. I don't think you've not get to ride my grass track no, yet, have you? No. It's about a thirty second lap time, and it is it's fun. It's a fun track. It might not be fun for me with your quad sliding around. I, I might have to make some new. Get lines. over it. <laughs> get over it, you big. <laughs> Baby, you, you're you're, you're turning you're turning into it to a dirt bike rider. Complaining about quads. I tell you, damn <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I think that's going to be about wrapping it up for yeah. uh, this week. Unless you got anything else you want to add? No. Um, shout out to everybody that rides and have a great weekend. Be safe. Be safe, guys. Uh, always live to ride another day. That's what I always say. Yep. Especially when you get old. Back or down if you have to. Yeah, you young guys, <laughs> you guys send it, but us old older guys. <laughs> Back her down a little That's bit. why I like that technical stuff a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, technical stuff might get me hurt on a dirt bike. I like that open field stuff. <laughs> oh, geez. All right, guys. Just, just to give you a heads up, Cooper's over here breaking it down a little bit already. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys have a good weekend. And for Split Line Off-Road, we are out. Peace. Of your love